we go, you guys. So welcome to Philo Sophia. Uh, my name is Trevor. I'm joined by my co-host, Alfredo. And for the first time ever, a special guest that we are calling Anonymous Al. Probably- hey, thanks. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. <laughs> thanks. Nice. Thanks for coming, man. I've been trying yeah, to convince you, you to do some sort of like, I mean, we've, we've had all sorts of uh, misinformed ventures in our life from businesses to, I don't know, all kinds of weird stuff, but I've been trying to get you to meet with me regularly to record because we talk, I don't know, what, how often do we talk? Twice a uh, month? Yeah, once or twice a week. A week? Not on the phone. I mean, yeah, I guess through social media, it, it all gets I just together. When we talk on the phone, I just always, when we hang up, I'm like, that was funny. That should have been recorded. So that was kind of the genesis of this, but then you sort of, you sort of, um, something about our conversation over the past couple of weeks has obviously been triggering me because I keep bringing it up with Alfredo. <laughs> Big time. He won't, he won't be quiet about it. <laughs> so well, I just, we need to, we need to bring let me clarify in. something, Alfredo. He, he mentioned on the podcast that we argue. And, and I feel like it's more of a discussion. So I, I don't know. Oh. Maybe I am triggering him in a way that I don't really understand. I, but I don't let yeah, the truth no get such in the way. Thing as, yeah, there's no such thing as argument with Trevor, even though if you're arguing and, you you know, it's all discussion. I just like yeah. to tell better stories. So the story's better if it's you and I yelling at each other. That's true. So I want to nice. say sorry to the listeners for Al's terrible audio quality. Oh, no. We we had a, a business like, gosh, 10 years ago where he would tutor people to pass a state licensure exam for a website that we had. And I could have sworn he had a mic for some reason. I did. Okay. Well, that explains. But I don't know why. <laughs> but I don't know why I thought you would have still had that 10 years later. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I didn't even I didn't even think to say anything to you about a mic or anything. So anyway, well, Al, man. So I I don't think you've listened. You listened to the very first episode about ancient apocalypse, but we've recorded a couple since then. So kind of the topics we've talked about in the context of yours and my discussion are, um, I guess I would say the age of the earth, the nature of, you know, the universe space stuff in space. Um, also, uh, the shape of the earth as well as just like all sorts of stuff, good and evil belief. I mean, we've had some, the in, whoever is monitoring our Instagram conversations is probably really confused. Oh, for sure. And it's probably no use in me being anonymous at this point. <laughs> Did I say your name? No, oh, but okay. just being tracked. Oh, 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 for sure. For sure. Of, of course. I don't, I mean, I don't think. No, anything we're not that important yet. Yeah. I mean, someday maybe, but someday you'll be running for president and you'll be like, if I just would have avoided Trevor's. <laughs> podcast invite yeah, yeah, yeah that's so funny so are any of those things you have oh also we've been talking a lot about ai which i don't know if you have thoughts about that so are there any of those topics that you kind of feel like talking about for 30 40 minutes yeah so i mean the age of the earth i think that's very interesting and Let's i know you it. guys kind of touched on it um in that episode that you were referring to 
Um, so, I mean, I guess we could start there. Okay. So, so let's start with how, how old do you think the earth is and kind of what's, what's led you to that belief? Okay. So I'll start with my uh, disclaimer. So I kind of view the world through like a biblical perspective. So if it doesn't align with what the Bible teaches, it's kind of hard for me to get behind that. Or it's, I, I just can't get behind it because I do believe that the Bible is a hundred percent true and what it, what it contains. Um, I, I think that's becoming less and less of a, of a popular belief in the Christian world. Um, I think people think it's just maybe just inspired. Um, not, you know, not everything in the Bible is completely true. Um, but for me personally, I believe it's a hundred percent true cover to cover. Um, in, in, in John one, one, the Bible says, um, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So this is where we kind of get the idea that, um, you know, the, the Bible is, indeed god's word um so anyhow so that's that's kind of where i view things so if it doesn't match up with the bible it's kind of hard for me to entertain the thought or maybe entertain isn't the right word but just i can't get behind um so with the age of the earth to answer your question i do believe it's roughly around six thousand years old okay um and this um Ellen G. White, so I think you guys mentioned her. Um, she is one of the founders of the Adventist Church, which is a denomination that I am affiliated with. Um, she is considered a prophet. Um, and there's qualifications um, for what makes a prophet a prophet. And the Bible spells those out. Um, and she meets those criteria. So I mean, she gets a lot of slack for, you know, you know, a lot of Christians just think that Adventists specifically put her above the Bible or equal to the Bible. And in reality, you know, that's not the case. And she even refers to it in her writings that she's just a supplement to the Bible. Um, but anyhow, she does mention 6,000 years in her a series of books called The Spirit of Prophecy. But that's based off of the Bible. So you guys mentioned Genesis chapter one on the podcast um it says in the beginning uh, god created the heaven and the earth um the earth was void and empty i'm just kind of reciting this off the top of my head yeah uh, the spirit of of god was hovering over the face of the the deep of the waters um so here we get the beginning of creation uh, and this was a literal seven day week um, it's repeated again in the Ten Commandments, uh, the Fourth Commandment. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall thy labor. On the seventh day is the Lord's day. Um, so you shouldn't work on that day, summarizing again. And then in the end of that commandment, it says the Lord created the, the heavens and the earth in six days. And on the seventh day, he hallowed it. Um, so we know that it, that the creation happened in seven and six literal days on the sixth day, he created man. So we know man, the beginning of man was on the sixth day. The beginning of earth was five days before that. And so obviously the Bible is not going to mention 6,000 years. Mm -hmm. literally. Okay. That's interesting. Wait, right so sorry, sorry to interrupt. I just, I have 
I'm going to forget all the questions that have been popping into my head. So, so where, so where again, do we get the one day is 1000 years again? Sorry. Just repeat that. Um, did, did I say that just now? Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. Uh, I, so well, that, that is in the Bible somewhere. I think it's Peter, okay. but I, I didn't refer to that. I don't think. Oh no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm, I'm think I'm, I'm thinking as you're talking. So, so basically, um, the, so the distance in the Bible between the beginning of earth and the beginning of man is, is five days. Correct. Okay. So then, so the Bible, so like I was saying, the Bible doesn't say 6,000 years directly. Obviously it wouldn't because the Bible was written within those 6,000 years and each day that goes by the earth gets older. So it wouldn't say specifically 6,000 years, but what you can do is deduct, you know, the, the time that, you know, so it says like Adam lived. So from day six of creation, he lived 900 years. And then from there, Seth lived another hundreds of years. And then from there you keep going. So from Adam, you can calculate to Abraham about roughly 2000 years. From Abraham to Christ's death, I think is another 2,000 years, where from Abraham to like present day is about 4,000 years. So this is where they get the rough estimate of 6,000 years. Okay, that's interesting. So Genesis chapter 1 has tons of genealogy that you can literally calculate the years from one person to the next. And not only that, all throughout the Bible has historical events. I mean, you can see the reigns of, of kings that are not just in the Bible, but in history books. And you can date, you know, you can just go back and date from that time to the next historical event that's documented in the Bible. And there you can calculate roughly. So no one says it's exactly a certain amount of years, but you can make a rough guesstimate. It's just, it's certainly a lot less than, I guess, the the scientific theory of the earth's age, which is four and a half billion years. Right. And so, and, and you, so you sent me that documentary, the apocalypse. Um, yeah. And I remember you and I were talking about how like, I, I just wasn't budging on it because they kept referring to the earth as X amount of years old. And it was, I forget if it was like 50,000 or, or more than that. Um, that's, that's what really sparked this whole thing because I remember sending that to you thinking like, oh, this will be kind of something that we probably will, will agree on because he's like this anti mainstream science figure. And I, I hadn't even considered, um, that, that, that would contradict something that was in the Bible. So I was kind of, that's kind of where this all I, came from. Yeah, I did enjoy listening to it cause I like to see that's even science itself can't agree on. Well, he's not a scientist at all. I mean, in, in any stretch of the imagination, he, he's a journalist. A but, journalist, uh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's just, there's just so many different views. And yeah, I mean, he, he challenges that idea um, and somehow lands on, 50, you know, a lot less years than what, you know, science tells us. But if you think about creation, the story of creation, again, I'm looking through the lens of, of the Bible. So if you go back to the story of creation, when God created the earth, he, it was, he created a mature earth. So think about teleporting a scientist back to creation and they test it through carbon dating or whatever, a tree that God created to bear fruit. Like this was a full grown tree, like everything around you know, in, 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 during that time was just made. 
So oh, if you were to what, test, what an interesting perspective. Okay, sorry, I don't. I, I see where you're going with this. Continue. Sorry, sorry. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So if the scientists were to cut down one of those trees that were bearing fruit, what would the carbon test? What you know? What what, what would he date that as? Right. It most likely, it would show up as trillions of years. That would make sense, right? Like it, it would have to come up with some kind of number. So it's just interesting if you look at it in, in terms of that. You know, um, when you read the Bible for what you know exactly what it's saying, you know, it's I have it brings question. up questions. Right. So, how do you reconcile those two thoughts, like what you believe in and what's out there in the science world? Like how do you how do you find peace in that? Do you? I do. I mean, and that's why I'm. Mm-hmm. I try not to entertain those thoughts because it's it, why. Because I'm convicted on what the Bible, when the, what the Bible says, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so for me, if 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 I'm convicted on what the Bible says, I know that it's either God's word or man's word, mm-hmm. and man's word is you know god says we're we're sinners we're liars mm-hmm. and who you know who's in charge of deception is Satan. so i try to avoid anything that brings me further away from god which would be evolution well as an example mm-hmm. so science certain type of science you just rule out and then certain type of science you rule in is that how you find balance yeah, I mean, I guess that's how, I mean, yeah, if, if, if science right. coincides with the Bible, then yeah, I, I'm willing to ex- right. you know, accept that. If it doesn't, then I challenge it, then I have to challenge it. And, that, and then, right. you know, it's my responsibility to do my, you know, diligence, diligence. diligence. Right, right, well, right. to figure out. Yeah, I, go ahead. I really, I really like what you're saying because I hadn't, um, <clears throat> probably similar to kind of your, your line of questions you were just asking Alfredo. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, you know, how, how do you reconcile that discrepancy? But I guess if you're saying, if you're saying the earth was created as a, as a mature planet, then that, I guess that's kind of a way of, of rationalizing why all of the scientific evidence points to an older planet. Um, be, uh, because I mean, maybe, I, I mean, you, you use the word teleport, which was indis- interesting. I, I don't think that's like, really what you meant that it was teleported. But if you did entertain that for a second, you can kind of imagine the earth being old at its creation, you know, which is kind of an interesting way of thinking about it. I I, I like that. that. That is interesting. How do you, so where, and I actually, I think I know what you think about this. So I'm purposefully leading you down this like controversial path, but so I'm sorry, but uh, what, how, how do you reconcile things like, you know, like dinosaurs or, or those types. Oh, so, yeah. The, um, you see, I, that I'm willing to talk about because the Bible obviously doesn't mention dinosaurs the way it's written in our, you know, scholastic books. It doesn't mention T-Rexes or, you know, name any other dinosaur. It doesn't really have that, but what it does have is uh, behemoths. Um, there's another name, lat. Leviathans, I think is how you say it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Creatures of the deep. Like giant yeah. sea creatures. Yeah, creatures of the sea. You have behemoths, uh, huge animals, beasts of the land. And then you have uh, mentions of even, and this sounds crazy, but hey, I'm willing to talk about it because it's in the Bible, dragons. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love, no, I love that. <laughs> so, 
that's a mythical creature in our in modern day but in the bot it's written and satan is described as a dragon um, i didn't I think he i didn't know that mm-hmm. reptiles yeah so and, i mean i can entertain that all day long mm-hmm. most christians might not because it sounds crazy but right. hey uh, well so, so that's what so we're all about here so yeah i like it yeah we're all crazy anyway so, to a certain degree. <laughs> so, so it's just the level intensity of craziness. So what Trevor was saying also is that, yes, you're right. It's mentional that yet again, we have, and I, I agree with you in a lot of things as far as carbon dating, it's not even like a tr- people use that, but it, there are so many fallacies to that. If you really look into it, it's not reliable. So that's one of the many tools that archaeologists and all the scientists use to date, you know, based upon that. But it's not 100%. So there's a huge debate on that. But that's what they base it on. So when they find fossils of these dinosaurs and it dates back, you know, millions of years, it kind of messes you up a little bit if you are solely believe what the Bible says. And I agree, like I said, in a lot of things. But... I keep asking questions. Unless unless so. the earth was teleported here, then the Ooh. worldview all checks out. Because you can Ooh. have you can have this ancient, you know, I rock think, which had dinosaurs on it billions yeah. of years ago and then six thousand years ago talking about teleportation, popped into existence. And, and, <laughs> well, you know, I uh, hypothetical universes and quantum physics, parallel universes, a string theory. I mean, we can go on and on. Well, what's crazy about that is that's that's a mainstream viewpoint. You know, I know. And and so with that in mind, since we have anonymous Al here, so what do you think? There's so much confusion. Like, what what's your take on that? Because obviously, there's like a mission to distract people from the word. Do you agree with that? Yo, a hundred percent. And I. And that's why I mentioned um, Satan. He's the master deceiver. I mean, that's what the Bible describes him as. That's you that think was that's the ultimate goal to just distract us? nations. Yeah, I mean, that's Satan's goal. I mean, his from his fall, we so he his sin was wanting to be worshipped the same way as God in heaven, mm-hmm. and he convinced a third of the angels. Right, so he deceived a third of the angels to believe that yes he was God right. doesn't deserve that worship right right so so with that in mind since i have you in that train of thought before i lose it yeah why do you think i mean those are a lot of angels that is do you think he had something valid though for a lot of creatures or created beings to follow him and what was that because i think about that too is like what was it that he proposed to all these angels and a lot of them came with him. Yeah. What could possibly convince, you know, these divine beings not to follow what they not just truly not two know or three, not two or three. Cause right? it's, it's one thing to convince a human being who doesn't believe that God is real to do something satanic, but to convince actual angels who know that God is real, certainly to do. I mean, yeah, I'm curious too. I wonder, does the Bible talk about that? So we, I mean, as far as I know, there's not a lot of commentary on what he specifically told the angels. Um, but I think we can use our real, real life examples of just any kind of, any kind of uh, temptation that we might have. You know, these were beings that that 
obviously could be tempted one way or the other. So you think of any temptation that you've ever been through, you know, I, could you be convinced to, to, but we're humans though. And these are supposed to be like better than us, you know, like close right. to no, I agree with you. That's, I mean, that's a tough question. I'm trying to answer it, but, but I, yeah, maybe I agree. you don't have to, you yeah. know, maybe the whole point of this is just to think about that. And it's like, what kind of tale did he say? Or like I said, what proposal, you know, for them to change their minds, like to actually leave heaven and come right. here to this earth, which was basically crap, right? There's nothing. And so, and to do that. So that's number one question. The number, what was the other question that I had for you? Just now when you were saying something, I just, it's gone, but I'll think about it. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, sorry. Well, I, I just want to chime in here with, um, while we're talking, I'm asking, chat gpt questions about oh, this big, oh man ai here we go and, i love uh, it and actually pretty much gave Let's like see. i think oh there it is i think the core of your of the argument yeah, Al, which is uh that the view is based on adding up the genealogies listed in the bible bible there you go there which you some go. scholars estimate to total about six thousand years from the creation of adam to the present day so that's a huge conflict Right between, and then it says right there the minority view among the scientific community, right? Right, and that's the train of like, what? What's the whole point? Do you think though that Lucifer actually is using science to basically confuse us, as it did in the beginning? I think it's a brilliant way of um, discrediting who God is and who God, you know, because Ellen G. White does say that that in the end of times he's going to bring back the. The, the first lie. Am I wrong? Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Which what does that mean? Deception. Hmm. To to question God and, and what he has created on earth, basically all the signs that we have, and to deceive men through the first lie. And that's a sign of the end of times. I think according to Ellen G. White. Am I wrong? Right? No, yeah. No, you're you're completely right. Right. So we're going back to the beginning. That's why I said, you know, the the you know, this started in the cosmic battle, you know, Satan allowed sin into his heart. Um, and I think there's a desire for everyone to be right. The, the greatest, right? I mean, we all desire some sort of praise. I mean, how much, how, how excited do you get when someone gives you a praise, tells you, wow, you, you did such a good job today at work or, you know, like that, that can yeah. take you yeah. a long way. So I that's think the original, that's the original sin, wasn't it? Right. Exactly. Right. right. So, but, you know, yeah. With that in mind, do you think we are primed to feel that way, though? You know, because it's kind of that, that in itself, it's kind of catchy. Like, how can you not make me, you know what I mean? How can you make me with this feeling of feeling good, oxytocin, biomarkers release, all this good stuff from from pride or from, you know, when someone praises me? I right. Don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that goes along with like free will. I, I think he has right. to be that's that way because how you know how is it fair for us to just be programmed to not desire things that touch, we, yeah and then free will you have to talk to me about what your thoughts on free will is there really free will oh man that's a heavy that's a heavy topic i'm gonna do a podcast <laughs> hey i'm but just I saying did, yeah. I'm, I'm putting it out there really right so that's a I tough hope, one yeah i would say that the growing uh scientific consensus is that there's not can you type that in there can you ask ai is there or, 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 that we're predestined trevor 
Not that we're predestined, but that we're design we were designed uh, physiologically to feel that, to have those feelings. Just that that you know, if you if if the technology existed to look at all the synapses in the brain, which it doesn't, but say it did, and then if you could get an account of all the stimuli in an environment prior to someone making a decision, you could predict 100% of the time what choice they were going to make because it is deterministic. Not that, not that, not that, not that everything is like running on a script, but that we are kind of thinking machines. Um, and you and that does a script. What's that? You think this is script? No, I don't. Oh, you think we make our own script? Uh, gosh, I mean, here we go. I, so you're, you're I don't know. I kind right. of, I kind of view everything as like, what, what does the limited evidence that I have at my disposal lead me to believe? And then what do mm-hmm. I want to believe? And mm-hmm. which of those sounds more likely? I think, um, I think in a given set of circumstances, like in a, a field of variables, I'm going to make a certain decision. Right. That's how we think. Yes. And so it's like, does that mean I don't have free will? I mean, I don't necessarily think so. You know, it's just that it's a, a very complex formula of how we make decisions. Would that just be like probability then? or It's like... um <clears throat> it's like when she had the up op- go ahead you were thinking I, ju- just i guess what i'm saying is that if we had the ability to really map every stimulus and every synapse in the brain we could we could tell what someone's going to do in a given situation so be- because it is based on the the structure and the physiology of, of their brain so then the question is does that mean they don't have free will i don't know i'm not sure Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that what AI is trying to do, basically, to uh, to uh, create more networks, synapses, parallels, so that way they'll know ahead of time um, what we were not destined. I don't want to use destiny. That's another good question about you know destiny. Oh, what does it say here? Uh, yeah, so the uh, AI so is talking to yeah. us. Uh, so si- some scientists believe in a deterministic view of the universe in which all events, including human actions, are ultimately the result of prior causes. No room for free will. Others believe in compatibilism, which holds that free will can exist even if the universe is determined, as long as an individual's choices are not coerced or compelled. So I think that's kind of what I believe. Okay. Um, and then others adopt a more existential or agnostic perspective and argue that the concept of free will is beyond the scope of science and cannot be resolved by empirical evidence alone. In any case, it's important to blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, we talked a lot about AI last time, and a lot of people think that with the sufficient number of parameters, uh, AI will become sentient. Mm-hmm. And I think Alfredo, you were arguing that you just don't think that's possible because God, basically, God wouldn't allow that, right? That that would kind of be the trigger for the end right. times. No, I think it's possible, and I think it's happening, but it won't. I don't think it's going to come to an end. I think we're going to get pretty close to because that's immortality, which is transference of your memories to another um, medium, 
whether it's organic or not, right? right. So that's that's in, that. So basically, Trevor, Trevor is Trevor. If we get you from like if we chop your head off and then we put you in a new body, it still will be you, right? And then we put a new body and I put a new body, and it still will be you because of your memories, right? Yeah, I think I think it, it's questionable whether or not I'm just my memories. I think a lot of people. I'm not what sure else what can I, it be though. Well, there's there's a perception of self that's I I, I guess you could say is just memory, but like uh, yeah. But if it, if you had a twin brother and he grew up in I don't know another country, right? It'll be the same physiological with the same kind of tendencies, maybe. But it won't be you. It oh, certainly. I agree, I agree. Well, I agree with that 100%, because of your memories. But but what if I mean. <clears throat> say we had somehow the exact same memories. Say we were a technology okay. existed to clone someone right. completely, right? Right. And then say we're in a room and I'm that includes that same kids and the same wife, dude. Yeah. You know how impossible that is? Anyway. But uh-huh. just but just say same cloned, right? Okay. But not just cloned my DNA, cloned my actual neural memories. circuitry, right? Everything. Memories, right. everything. Right. And then we're strapped in two chairs. On opposite side of the room, and you know he gets an electric shock, right? And I see him in pain. That happened to him, not me. And then when I get shocked, ow, that hurts me. But yet we have the exact same memory. So I think the question is like there is there is a perception of self. I see what you're saying. And so I don't know what that is, but a lot of people describe that as consciousness. And I, I think Mm. I think a religious person would describe that as like, that's your soul. That's you. That's who you are. You know, you're, you're mm-hmm. you. Individual um, soul. Right. Got it. So, so that, so that's, I you're, think the argument that creating, AI can, AI can never achieve that. that. Right. What's that? Good luck creating that. Exactly. So that, I think that is the big argument in like AI science right now is no matter how many parameters there are, no matter how well you mimic the human brain, you know, where does consciousness come into play? Is there such a thing? A lot of scientists are now saying no. With enough complexity, consciousness arises. That just doesn't sound right to me. I, right. Anyway, I'm rambling. Alex, what do you think about AI and uh, that path? Does that seem a little off? Little uh, off putting? <laughs> well, yeah, you know me, dude. Yeah, I, I know. It, it is. <laughs> It, it seems a lot like just again making it religious. It, it seems uh, a lot like playing God, mm-hmm. um, transhumanism. Like it's just yeah. I mean, but then again, you know, so we've made so many advances in our lifetime that like we thought things were crazy, you know, twenty years ago, and now it's just like a normal part of our lives. So, I mean, who knows where this will take us? But I, it definitely screams playing God creating trying to create something um that has potentially a a mind of its own like it's just yeah well yeah i think you asked alfredo what what caused like the flood and like you know also the the days of sodom and gomorrah like we were at that point like the bible describes those times as us um 
being becoming lovers of ourselves just it, advan- these were advanced civilizations so if you want to entertain that as well i'm all game well these that's were, that's like, ancient apocalypse man that's why i thought we would right. agree on it because right. that's right. and i agree I, I definitely agree that there were civilizations that were advanced probably more advanced than we are maybe it didn't look the same as what we have but in right. their own ways they were advanced um but that's kind of what led god to say that's it mm-hmm. too much but that's my, that's my view. Well, so on the last episode, we kind of talked about this and I was, I was telling Alfredo that, you know, it does bother me sometimes. It doesn't bother, it doesn't bother me, but like when, when everything is satanic, I'm like, oh man, I mean, it just reminds me of like the eighties and nineties with the satanic panic. And it was just like kids wearing eyeliner, you know? Um, but I do kind of, get when you kind of look at history and the direction things are moving. And then when you start talking about creating artificial life, I'm like, okay, like I, I get it. <laughs> like that does, that does strike me as a little, uh, you can definitely draw parallels to the pre diluvian times for sure. A hundred percent. So, and so the whole, the, that time also, and let me see what you think Al is, the ultimate goal also, aside from deceiving us, is uh, Lucifer's goal is to create life. What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, everything he does, he wants to be, be God. like God or above God. So, I mean, that he everything is just a counterfeit of what God is, has done or is able to do. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely saying is going to want to create. I mean, he's... Do you think yeah. he's capable or... Um, no, I don't think he can, he can give life. Um, I don't think he's, he can't be everywhere at once. Like God is, he's definitely a step below. I, he was definitely a cherubim, an archangel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was, he wasn't equal to God at all. Uh, so he's limited in what he's able to do. I mean, as a matter of fact, in, in Job, he had to ask permission from God to, to even mess with Job's life. So right. he 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 knows his role, but he's right. he knows his end is coming soon. So he's pulling out every trick he can. Right, but isn't that cool though? He can go up to heaven still and talk to God because that's what he yeah. says, right? And that's pretty. So he still has a green card or a visa to go up yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, he probably <laughs> has to knock <laughs> first, but what a maybe? But he's allowed. So Man, yeah, that's something. I miss. I've missed out on so much not knowing these stories. This is fascinating. So. Um, do you, do you see, do you view, but either one of you guys, do you view Lucifer or, or Satan as two different, two different entities? So no, but, but, but the same. So, so now it can only be Satan, right? Acting in our current world because right. Lucifer. Okay. Right. So do you view Satan as a force that dwells within the human mind, the minds of humans, some more than others? Um, or do you view it or him as like an actual agent, like w- working in the world? Like, cause he's not obviously designing AI systems. So is it, is Satan a force that works through humans that are susceptible to, to well, that? Well, we don't know if he is getting, you know, if he's, uh, I mean, who just bought it? He's not turning the wrenches, right? I mean. No, but there's some form of background and intelligent intelligence, after all. Who just bought it? Right? Bill Gates, right? And we all a, know about that. A big, a big portion of oh, it. Microsoft. Well, Microsoft, go. yeah. Uh, but, but I want to get uh, Al into your question. 
Yeah, what, what do you think? Uh, yeah, no, I think uh, Satan definitely has influence over all those things. I mean, he's he's going to attack all everything that's influential in our lives, whether it's entertainment, music, uh, sports, uh, everything that distracts us from God, uh, science, like evolution specifically, like certain things, not everything, I shouldn't say, generalize it, but, you know, he's going to attack us from within the church. I mean, dude, the things that are being taught in church are oh. almost as bad as things that are being taught outside of church. Um, so do you, do you view him yeah. like, like a, like a person, like a physical, like being that like you could touch? He's, he, he wasn't created in God's image, but he's, he is definitely a being. And he um, can take so a in human form too. Yeah. So he can take on human form. So his, his angels is, which now are referred to as like demons can take on human form. So through different rituals and that's just accepting there's Satan, a book. you yeah, can there's allow a, them into your body. There's right. a demon possession. So these people, yep. you know, it, it gets kind of crazy from here, but like <laughs> you can literally allow demon inside of you it's and take true. control of things. A, so, yeah. There's a book uh, on incantation and the Catholic church was big on that. As so far like as exorcism because the invocation. So there's a, there's a way to communicate. It was forbidden, which is all witchcraft and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. We don't want to get into that, but there is a way to kind of invoke this uh, muses or spirits or demons to cross the physical realm. So I, I listened to this like three hour interview of the lead AI designer for Tesla and just a, he's brilliant. He's a brilliant guy and he sounds like he has a pretty strong ethical, moral compass, etc. So he's designing, he's building AI systems. Is do you guys see that as as Satan working through him or as him just following his calling and his passion and then Satan's going to figure out a way to co-opt that? Like what what do you, what do you feel like the motivation is? Like how how does something like that work cuz there's people just following what they feel like is their purpose to make the world a better place. And I think that's on, I, I think that's, that's true. I think there's a lot of people that are honestly doing what they think is good work. Um, they may not even ever be touched or, you know, approached by a Satan or a demon. They may, like you said, they may just be doing good work, right? you know, not knowing the difference, but there are definitely people that Satan has in his control that will probably have more influence than that one person you're referring to. Right. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the tree, right? God created the tree, but Satan used that. Makes is, sense. Is progress good or bad? Technological progress. That's always good. It's, it's good. I mean, it's good. Like, if you have good intentions, good. right? So do you see that there's a way for humanity to progress in a lot of these endeavors, and I, I'm going to name a few, like artificial intelligence, interplanetary living and travel. Is there a way to progress along those lines of technological advancement in a way that is not bad or, or satanic? I, I think in a different, <laughs> in a different world. Yes. I, I think because Satan is the, it was deemed the prince of this earth. I think where there's just no escape. Oh, I believe this because this is what the Bible says. This is what Daniel and Revelation talk about. There's going to be an end to the world and it's, and it's not going to be pretty. So mm -hmm. things are leading up to that climax. 
So how doesn't matter how you slice it up, it's going to end in destruction because of it's, there's just going to be so much sin in the world. So if you if you take that out of the equation, then yeah, I'm sure technology could be used for the good if everyone you know was ethical and you know good at heart. Yeah, I'm sure technology could be used for good, but the Bible gives us the end of the story. And if you believe in the Bible like I do, then everything has to fit that. Everything has to be leading down to that that ending. Which is it's like knowing the end of a Hollywood movie. Like it's like tragic though, right? And it, it, it is, but it I mean for if you don't it's if yeah, you don't believe, sad, for, if if you don't believe, believe there's a chapter two, it's tragic. Exactly. Exactly. There's hope. I mean for me, I don't I don't fear that day. Um, cause there's hope in what the Bible says for people who believe. So. Hmm, that is, that's, it's thought provoking, man. It just makes you think I, what, what do you think are these interesting phenomena that people will describe as like UFOs and things? Is that just imagination? Is that, uh, I mean, some of the videos are decently compelling. Or is that just mm-hmm. like advanced military stuff? Is it a psyop? Is it something else? I mean, we don't know what an angel looks like. So, some right. Well, well, there's descriptions of angels, and they're they're weird, dude. If you yeah. if you read the description of an angel in Revelation, it's like a five wheeled, yep. thousand eyed creature. Like they, 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 yeah. So they do describe it, but I love that. Uh, that that makes me way more interested in the Bible. <laughs> so well, no, it's true. I mean, you could find exactly what you look for in like Harry Potter books or Lord of the Rings. You could find that in the Bible. It's just you know, a lot of times we skim over that because it's just very fairy tale sounding or mythical. Like we just don't Christians get uncomfortable when you talk about that. But I think right. Alfredo even mentioned the Nephilim. I've never heard a sermon on that. Like no one's. I've never heard a pastor even mention that in the church because it's just an odd thing to mention, but it's in the Bible that there were giants. I like that you're skeptical about that. Like, I Mm -hmm. I like that you see that as an issue because it, it does kind of sharpen your worldview to me. Like I understand it a lot better. Like, Hey, here's the book. Mm -hmm. This is what I believe. And then, so like when you hear that this entire ecosystem, this entire industry has been built around this book, but then they just ignore certain parts of it. Then you do kind of go like, that's kind of strange. That's inconsistent for for like an outsider looking in. So that's interesting to me. So, okay. Well, if angels are these pretty crazy things, I mean, some of these things that have been seen are like discs rotating within discs and stuff. I mean, what's that? What is that? Is it, is it imagination? We don't I, I don't know, man. That, don't those know. are good questions. I know Revelation talks about wonders in the sky that we're going to see things that we can't explain in the final days. Project but at Blue the same Bean. time, I don't put it past the government to have knowledge of technology that we just have no... I mean, they literally denied it for so many years about UFOs, and then the Pentagon and CIA come out and say, oh, we actually knew about it, and it's true. You know, we, we've seen them. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't... Who knows what they are, but... It, it doesn't change my view on things. Nice. Do you guys know about the Project Blue Beam? I do. Yes. Okay. So, I, you know, it goes, it goes along those lines, I think. It's the, it's the ultimate deception. Um, so, and then have you th- thought about why Hollywood portrays aliens as a bad thing? Like in all the movies, it's just trying to eat us or cut us in pieces. or It's never a nice thing. 
The only nice one is ET. Can right? I can I propose an idea for you guys? Yes. Okay. So say you're Satan, right? You're the prince of this earth. You want what God has. You want to do the things that he can do. So you shape society in a way where they're creating life and they view anything coming from another world. I don't mean another planet necessarily, just a, a world that is not earth, right? A, mm-hmm. a, a wonder in the sky, like you're describing, as an evil creature coming to eat you, right? So if, if you know as Satan, right, that those are angels and you know that this is going to be happening happening in the next 500 years or whatever. And it is interesting that you would shape society to be very secular. Number one, very focused on the creation of artificial intelligence and, and et cetera. And then also very afraid of anything coming from another world, which, which 2000 years ago, anything from another world, that would be from the heavens, right? Something is coming to us from the heavens. And uh, now it's, that is a creature from another planet here to hurt us. What do you think about that? Mike is on for you, Al. You're the guest, oh, my friend. You, no, you're the, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I fully understand the question then. Like, okay, uh, so if you it, like, if if you are, I'm just trying to understand like satan's motives right so you you want to rule the earth you want to create life you want to be like god you want to be the best and so if you're shaping society which i think you both agree that that he probably is right he's trying to shape society in, in bad ways and so one of the things you might do is um number one convince like a civilization that they possess the technological prowess to sort of transcend, right. To create life to, you know, transhumanism and then also make them incredibly skeptical of anything from the heavens, not just skeptical, but, but again, like if you saw something in the sky a thousand years ago, it was an angel. Now, if we see something in the sky, nine out of 10 people say, Oh, it's UFO sighting. I wonder if it's an alien. Right. So is that, Coincidental. I mean, because you could say that that's kind of following a, a path that would benefit um, a force like Satan, right? Right. So, um, yeah, I, that's that's a good question. But I don't think the Bible mentions anyone coming back down to earth from heaven other oh. than Jesus Christ himself. You said so, something wonders in the sky or something. I think. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So there's going to be wonders in the sky. I don't know what that means. I mean, that could be, you know, what you're saying, like an alien invasion or or a, a comet that's going to come and destroy oh, the Earth. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So like it could just be a distraction from, again, from God, from just the second coming. Um, Man, that's interesting. Wow. Okay. Um, he's, get, he's getting ready. That's all. He's he's prepping loose well, Satan. That is, it's prepping our consciousness and our minds to be receptive to all that. I know, and and, and Revelation even speaks of an of um like a false second coming kind of someone impersonating that second coming. So yes. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Satan to have you know Project Lightbeam or Blue Light, whatever it's called to imitate, you know, a second coming 
but the Bible specifically spells out what the second coming looks like so that we're aware of that. So that's why we're constantly having to read the word of God to know what to look for. So God makes it fair for us. He, he spells it out for us exactly what we need to look for. So even, even the elect, so those who are part of that remnant that we like to call. Um, but sorry, what does that mean? So just like those who, who keep the commandments of God in, in those final days, those who okay. accept God as their Lord and Savior, those who believe in the Bible, you know, all these things that I'm talking about, the, these people are waiting for Christ's return. But even they would be deceived if time went on a little bit longer because it's it's going to be so, Satan is going to pull out every trick in the book mm-hmm. to deceive all, all of us. He wants everyone to perish. So, yeah, it, it's... I have so what I'm saying is God God put in the Bible exactly what to look out for. So he who has ears, let him hear, you know, study the word. So we just need to be watchmen is what the, what the Bible says. So I have like Al, 30 do, minutes worth of questions to ask you in 10 I'm minutes. Sure. <laughs> so, go, so since I have Al here, have you heard in your, in your upbringing in, in, and the SDA religion about differentiating between that false Christ on the second coming that I don't know where I heard it, that the, that entity personifying Christ will touch the earth, but the true Christ will not touch the earth. Correct. Have you heard of that? Yes. Uh huh. Where is that at? Like who, who wrote that? Um, that's gotta be, I don't, I don't know. I'm okay. Yeah. I don't okay. know exactly, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, like, it's been embedded in my head for the longest time. And I have not been able to talk to I'm pretty sure it's that. in revelation, but okay. I could be wrong. But I'm not crazy. Okay. You but it does it. definitely <laughs> mention that when Jesus, when Jesus comes for the second time, he will not touch earth, that we will ascend. Right. We will with. ascend right. And meet him in, in the middle of the Correct. air or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Cool. Dude, this sounds pretty cool, right, Trevor? <laughs> you know, I you want to come. You want to come along? <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely choosing to like w- withhold my disbelief on a lot of stuff. Why? You know, why? Oh, well, yeah, of course. But that's the whole point. But yeah, exactly. Like I, I do like learning about these things, and and you know, um, it's 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 really interesting. You know that this such a detailed and elaborate story was created so long ago it doesn't make you think like well maybe it wasn't just a story you know right um i coming back coming back to technology trevor for you it's like a rock right i mean a rock doesn't kill a person you can use it to build something or you can use it for harm so technology i see that's how i see technology right it just depends on the mind behind it right or yeah the force behind it yeah Mm -hmm. I, I've got, I've got to believe that like, you know, just so let's just say, I assume that all this is true. Um, you do kind of like to believe that, uh, you can have a positive role in the unfolding right. of society. Right. And so that, right. I mean, do you think a soul can be saved through zoom? <laughs> I don't right? no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get the question really, but <laughs> right. I mean, do you think that's, that's that. That's that question. Like you think someone preaching over Zoom and then oh, someone just starts believing and then there sure. you go. You save us all. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. With technology. I mean, so. look at look at YouTube. I mean. Oh, yeah. We, we like to give YouTube a hard time, but that's that's like 
there's probably more things about the Bible on YouTube than anywhere else, than any library, than any, you know, than in any collection of churches. So it's, it's all about the intention, right? Yeah. How are you going to, how are you going to use it? I mean, right. um, a, a pencil is technology, you know? Yeah. Same with AI. Mm-hmm. Same with AI. Yeah. It's a, it's a tool really, but it's, it's, it's a scary one. Speaking of technology, <laughs> Al, can you just yeah. explain, we don't have a lot of time, I'm sorry, but can you explain a little bit your thoughts on space? Oh my goodness. We don't have a lot of time and you want me to talk. Give me, give me uh, just a quick run. I mean, no, I have all me, the time in the world, but I, you're, you're three hanger, hours ahead of me. Hanger, it's nice it's labor. So we can save it for part two. Just give us a taste. It's a, it's a tough one for me. I mean, no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> the 6,000 year thing, that's something I'm pretty convicted on because it just is, seems, is very b- biblical to me. The space, flat earth, other beliefs and stuff. Those are just kind of my own personal thoughts that I, you know, play around with and, and I do use the Bible, but, um, for space, you know, so going back to Genesis one, where everything starts, you know, God created the heaven, the heaven and the earth. Um, he created the sun, the moon and the stars. I think it's interesting that he left out Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, Neptune, all these other planets. I just feel like it would be mentioned at least. Mm. Okay. Say it's not, um, science says that the moon reflects light from the sun is that correct mm-hmm. something like that um in genesis god said he created two lights in the sky a greater light the sun a lesser light the moon so it specifically says the moon has its own light um so I that mean, would con- i think that's kind of a matter of interpretation right the, there's two lights in the sky but if one's a mirror it's still a light right still producing light or still reflecting light you know sure okay um, i mean yeah. two lights in the sky they're, but, they're even in the sky at the same time sometimes you know right yeah that is true so i don't know so there's just anyways so it, the fact that it doesn't mention other planets kind of you know raises a red flag for me but also the fact that we can't that i don't think we have the ability to reach the he- heaven where god exists right we don't we Sure. We can access that until the second coming. But uh, but why why does space need to be the heaven? I mean heaven. It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. Right. Um, so that's why I'm that's where I'm kind of going with that. I can believe in the space under under that realm. So so in Genesis one it talks about um, the waters above being separated from the waters below by the firmament. So I can believe in the space, you know, which I guess would be considered the the layers of the atmosphere. Right. I can why, why can't why can't space be the layer between? But why can't are, are the waters above heaven or, or is it not really clear? I, it's not really clear. It just says that there was waters, right? And it they separated the waters from above from the waters below. So I would assume that where God exists is above those waters. Right. Or maybe in a different realm. I don't know. Um but it's interesting that you sent me a video. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> I do. I knew, I knew you were going to love it. It's next video and said proof of firmament question mark. And I, <laughs> I, I love getting you. Video. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this video, Alfredo, but I've no. seen it in real life with my own eyes. I, think I, saw, no, I saw it in real life. And then you sent it to me in the video yeah, yeah. in real life. It just looked like a blue light, kind of like a, what, a, what we would imagine a comment looks like. Um, and that was it. It was really fast. 
Um, but then when Trevor sent me the SpaceX video that they posted on their Instagram, I mean, when you read Genesis one and like just form like a mental picture of like the firmament, the waters above, uh -huh. um, and then you look at this video, I don't know if Trevor still <laughs> would agree with me at this point, but it seemed like SpaceX went through something solid and then all of a sudden just slowed down like drastically. And then there was like ripples. Yeah, I, I do. I do not, nor have I ever agreed with you on that to be clear, but, <laughs> but it certainly was a really amazing video. And I, I knew because when you, when you look at it, it, it looks like something splashing into a pond for sure. For sure. That so that's so why I was like, cool. I've got to send this to Alex. That's so funny. Oh, anyway, so when you read, when you read Genesis and you see that, it's like, oh my goodness, this is like the picture that Genesis paints. But, you know, again, this is not a hill I'm willing to die on. It's just interesting to talk about. And yeah, it is. No, it is. It's fat. I mean, I will have, if you don't mind, you'll have to come back hopefully in the future because I, I want to talk about, you know, black holes and the multiverse and, you know, stuff in the sky and, and AI some more. So I, yeah. you, I appreciate you being a, you know, sharing this stuff with us I, oh, yeah. I, and I'm genuinely interested. Uh, I'm very much, you know, trying to learn more about right. the, the Bible and stuff. I, I think I just generally take the stance of like, I don't necessarily feel like, I'm I'm good enough at interpreting the meaning of some of these old texts to really have like hard and fast opinions about, you know, what they mean, but I didn't grow up with it. So that's part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the Bible says, you know, ask for the Holy spirit to give you clarity when you read and, you know, hopefully that, yeah, that works. <laughs> so yeah. the fact that we're talking about it, Trevor, it's, uh, it's something's happening. I think so. I think I've gotten a lot of good feedback too from people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say a lot. Like I've gotten like 10, 10 emails saying that this stuff is really interesting. And, okay. um, so, so, so yeah, I guess, uh, I'm not, I'm not really sure how to wrap up other than, um, you know, I've always enjoyed these types of conversations with you, anonymous Al. And I think we both do a fairly good job of not triggering each other. I get the most triggered about space. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. okay. But, and that's probably why I bring it up so much. Yes. With you. That's yes. so awesome. But uh, do you have any questions, uh, Alfredo, before we kind of wrap up and close? No, uh, just to thank you, uh, Al, for coming out and uh, sharing your side of the coin. That's what it's all about, you know, and hopefully it felt good and you didn't feel attacked because that's not the whole point we just want to see your perspective on things because that helps others see also a perspective of things it's always two sides of the coin right yeah definitely no i appreciate you guys having me on it was fun that yeah. was very well said you guys so uh al hopefully you'll be willing to come back and maybe we can dive into you know i can do a better job of giving you a specific topic and we can kind of prepare and put stuff on screen. I would love to put the flat earth map on the screen and argue about it. Uh, that would be, I think that'd be good television for YouTube. So uh, thank, thank you again, man. And, and yes. talk soon. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Alfredo, what did you think? Cool. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Nice, gentle, uh, conversation, uh, 
keeping it subtle, not too emotionally charged. See, uh, and it was very important for our guests not to feel attacked, you know. So, oh, 100%. Not that we did that. Not that we no, did that no, no, no. You know, you poke a little bit and you're like, oh, it's going to be okay. And I mean, we've been, again. yeah, we've been talking about this stuff forever. I, well, uh, this is your friend. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not like a new person coming. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, fuck this. Exactly. I'm out. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think we're him and I probably, uh, well, uh, I mean, other than, you know, space and age of the earth and right. the shape of the earth and stuff where he and I probably differ the most is like when I hear about really cool stuff in the Bible, like, Mm-hmm. angels with thousands of eyes and interlocking mm-hmm. rings. I'm like, okay, man, maybe, you know, I feel like that supports the biblical narrative and kind of the like fringe science narrative, you know, like the paranormal mm-hmm. narrative. Yeah. It's like, maybe, maybe we're all just looking for the same thing. And we're, some we people are. are more comfortable calling it paranormal right. and some people are more comfortable Dude, calling it whatever. It's all conceptual. The only reason what we know or we think angels have wings is because of the, uh, some European artist. Exactly. Yeah. Is the, 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 Jesus, you know, the face of Jesus. It's just someone's rendition of that. Right. Yeah. And then exactly. we're like, oh, angels have wings. <laughs> yeah. But when, yeah. So that to but me, really that's don't the stuff. Know, man. I want to explore that stuff. And so I, I'm really interested right now in like this kind of idea of a simulated universe. I think there's so much evidence for that, but to me that that's like, that's a mechanism for me to understand Mm -hmm. God, like something created this universe. Right. And, uh, and there's these laws that govern the way it works. Right. Laws of physics. Including our brains. Yes, exactly. And, you know, I was made to be curious about these things. So hopefully learning about them doesn't, isn't bad. Right. And so no. that's where Some my people mind would goes. argue with that though. Cause it's like, Oh man, that's what Lucifer intended to be. It, is it? See, I don't know. Cause I mean, is that really what it is? Well, he said, you'll be like us, like gods, like us. You'll know good from bad. Okay. That, I, that has struck me as odd. So knowing good from bad is right. a bad thing. Right. Then how do you exactly? And that's where it doesn't make sense, dude. Like that knowing, that bothers me more than bad? anything I've heard me too. about me too. in the Bible. Because I'm like, well, aren't we supposed to know exactly. God versus are we supposed to Satan? Be just, Isn't that good and evil? Like good what and bad. To, right. What happened to free will? In order for me to make a choice, I need to know both sides of the coin. Right. I need to be some form of intelligent. Oh, that, that really. That gets me. That's something I want to explore. That's what makes me lean towards like, this is a piece of text that's been translated a hundred times. What does it really mean? Right. Well, it's a Torah. Remember, it's supposed to be untouched. But I think that's why he proposed in heaven. Say that again? Intelligence. I think that's what he proposed in heaven and all the angels or a third of the angels came with him because they did not agree with what was proposed up there or what God had planned, original plan. So he's like, nope, we're going with this guy because I don't know. I think that was it. The intelligence part, like your eyes should be open. When you really, when when I hear stories like that, I'm like, this is so much more interesting than this idea of like what you typically hear. Oh, that's because you were probably either not exposed or exposed to the wrong thing. Probably a little bit of both. Mostly, right. not, mostly not. Expo- I, I was mostly exposed just through like society. 
Yeah. Or force fed, like really, like really force fed religion. You're like, I don't want to do anything with this. Fuck this. I'm out. And then you just shy away from it, you know? But if you take it with a grain of salt and just, just listen and like, okay, buddy, you know, and then just formulate your own concepts, it's kind of cool. And then listening to people like him, that's kind of cool. Because yeah. you're right. It's, it's just stories. No one really fucking knows, dude. It's just stories. But it, it it's playing a part right now with the AI, I tell you. I, I think so, too. I, it's so great. Um. So for for next next time, if if we're interviewing, if we don't meet again until Wednesday, which is fine, we've done like three in a row. So obviously we could take it easy if you want. So if we don't meet again until next time, we'll be interviewing Curtis Rose. Hopefully, I haven't super super confirmed that, but confirm and then we'll make it happen. And then if we meet beforehand or yeah. after, sure. I want to explore this idea of what you brought up of us being like an artificial intelligence. And I want to bring up how that fits into the idea of what we think the universe is, how that, Mm -hmm. how that works with God and how in my mind it makes the possibility of an afterlife more plausible Mm -hmm. is that that understanding makes it more plausible rather than less, which I think is what kind of most scientists believe. So, uh, all right, my friend, so thank you for listening, uh, people. Oh, no. Oh, I want to say thank you to the Fringe Radio Network folks. We've been getting lots of downloads over there. Nice. And they gave us some good feedback. Thank you. Um, folks listening over there, if you could do us a favor and follow and like our actual feed, that would definitely help, I think, I believe, the algorithm for our exposure. Give us a mm-hmm. nice review, please. Uh, Philo Space Sophia, or follow us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, subscribe over there and leave us comments and engage with us. Um, I have an email right now. I'm going to give you one as well, Fredo. It's, but okay. the, the, the main email for the site is admin at our And, uh, with that, thanks everyone. Thank you. Have a good night.